And welcome back to the Dot 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 Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Of course, of course. It's been a minute this time. <laughs> That's what we say every time, but those minutes are Well, good. it's it's, it's it, been more of a minute. Yeah, it's been like a it's been 60, like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's been like a sixty-eight second minute. Sixty-eight? Okay, I'll settle for sixty-eight. It's probably we not. were we were doing like every week and we were doing like almost daily and then we went to like every two days and then once a week and then now we're at uh you know i think it was like two weeks now 10 12 days something like whatever who cares right uh, despite the overwhelming response from our listeners who right yeah that are, are just frothing knocking, at the mouth yeah they're just knocking at the door like uh excuse me hello 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 and um yeah we were ignoring i don't them. know if you've been on the gram but my gram is just it's blowing up there's really yeah there's so many messages and inboxes i got a mention fun i think you mentioned i think you were the one who mentioned me but i got one did you seriously are you being sarcastic well i think you mentioned me at you know oh one time (laughs) (laughs) i am i'm telling you it's blowing up it's right 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 i got a new follower last month right I think well the dot 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 podcast uh, Instagram uh, amassed like three new ones so all three of you that are listening uh, welcome and thank you I wonder if that was the new accounts I created last month probably probably Hmm. but um, yeah man I'm excited to talk to you because it has been it's been a minute and I'll be honest I kind of took a break from all this this shit like it was getting yeah man it's it's starting to you know before the headlines like no no news they just they find news you know and yep. um, it, it yeah. felt like it was getting a little worn out and now it's like a whole new thing like which i definitely want to hear your thoughts on because like i said i haven't talked to you in a minute and i'm curious on your thoughts on it but we, we got a number report where are we at on numbers uh i you um i don't know hold on yeah i gotta i gotta pull it up myself Let's find out. Let's good old world o meter here. Um, where would we be without coronavirus worldwide mm. infections and cases? Now you're going the world yeah. worldwide. Four point four two nine million. 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 Okay. Yeah. A million. Uh, with two hundred and ninety eight thousand deaths, and then kind of zooming in to. Uh, to us Americans, we have 1.4 million people infected and 85,197 deaths. That's as, like as a result of coronavirus in the United States, current as of this May the 13th. Oh my brother, God. That's like, that's like 5911s, man. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, too, it is. It's too, fucking too crazy. Soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. It's like twenty years ago, man. I know, but I don't know. Um, the Lincoln assassination just recently became funny, actually. Oh my God! You're just really, <laughs> you're just really swinging for the fences. So I'm, technically, I'm the coronavirus is like it's the same effect, you know, effectiveness as eighty-five thousand Lincoln assassinations. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you really equivalent of one death per person right and uh you know maybe it you could look at it as like forty two thousand five hundred lincoln and kennedy assassin assassinations combined so i'm just i'm no mathematician but there it is 
Well, so here's something that's crazy. I'll I'll share something crazy because these numbers are like, you know, they're obviously these are scary numbers, and we know that the numbers are just the numbers that are reported because of cases and not the ones that are not reported and so on and so forth. So right. the other day, my place of employment had like a meeting for like, you know, we, we were, were planning on doing some sort of reopening at some point, like in a limited capacity, just like anybody else. Um, and so I sat everybody outside, you know, everybody had their space or whatever. And, you know, just said like, it's good to see everybody. How is everyone? Did anybody get sick? Is anybody feeling, has anybody felt sick? Mm-hmm. You know, and the answer was no. And then does anybody, you know, know anyone or live with anyone that's been sick? And the answer was no. And does anybody know anyone who's been sick at all, who has gotten this at all? No. Has anybody been tested? No. Like, it basically didn't affect anybody. And there was probably 12 people or so. Right. Um, You know, and it was just kind of shocking that, you know, amongst those people who all have family and extended family and all that, like, no no one had a single story or like oh my god like my cousin's roommate's you know dog's first owner like you know out of a, you know <laughs> nothing like that not a single one nobody had a you know i was like anybody like no one yeah no nothing. close calls either that or they just didn't want to share which i don't know i mean i why i don't know why i mean i guess i could see why you wouldn't but what would be the point i mean well transparency in, in, in our environment like it wouldn't be good of course but like i just seems kind of silly you would hope that they would share though just for transparency i would certainly hope so yeah that would be you know there's an expectation of you know clarity on that i would hope but so i've been back to i've been back to work for about three about three weeks now damn and um same situation man uh the building that i work in has like approximately three or four hundred people that work in there on a daily basis maybe Mm -hmm. and uh, we, as far as I know, like I would think that they would have been vocal about it and kind of kept people in the know as to status and whatever. But um, I haven't heard of anybody uh, being impacted by this. So yeah, it's pretty wild. It is, man. It it, it is weird because I I totally am on board with the with the idea that this is a real thing and we all need to be cautious and careful. But it almost makes me look you know, like a tinfoil hat wearing, you know, crazy person when you start thinking about it where it's like, well, who do you know that's had it? And, um, I don't know anybody, you know? Yeah, um, I, mean, I know people like no yourself one. that you think that there is a possibility you had it back in, in January or something like that. Um, and I think those are very real possibilities that, that need to be better understood, but like just straight up, like, you know, somebody that that's fell 50, into 50. the, yeah, but straight up somebody that fell onto the world of meters graph, like, you know, that those counters and those numbers, I don't know anybody. So No, I mean, no one. So, I mean, even if you, it, it is kind of crazy, like, it is, you know, it is, and, and you know, I don't, I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens as things like open, but like, man, like you and I spoke briefly yesterday, like, you know, California is going to be, you know, in, you know, keeping some sort of stay at home order until, you know, July or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also know that they're going to be opening things. I think that's a little sensationalized. I don't think they're going to keep everything locked down the way they have. But I, you know, I am curious to see what, I mean, I know like there was like six or eight or 10 counties that are considered able to reopen. They pass all the requirements or whatever reopen. They reopened today in California. I mean, obviously not one of them is Los Angeles County. Um, 
but so what what is the deal there you guys there's there's rumor that you guys are going to extend like further into the summer right I mean, you know, I just looked a few minutes or about an hour and a half ago to see if there was because the news kind of broke yesterday that there will almost certainly be some sort of extension of the stay at home order until July. Um, And every news story that I saw today was still from yesterday. There doesn't like that's the weird thing is there doesn't seem to be an update. And as we get closer to the 15th, what I kind of fear because the 15th somehow and I, I can't even find like the original source of who first uttered like may 15th other businesses will be allowed to open that'll be like the second half of stage two but i found a lot of articles like alluding to may the 15th kind of being the presumptuous date that california like certain you know low-risk businesses or low-risk retail or something would be allowed to open Mm -hmm. but there really hasn't been any sort of unified or official statement that i've seen or can find i would imagine that would be kind of like front page news well, you know, yeah, I'm, didn't, I wouldn't have to dig for that. I don't think so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're you're in the dark, but I will say um, it's the same here, and I think it's kind of crazy. You know, like it. So we had we had a pretty major change, um, at least for like what the the Air Force for me, like what I'm allowed to do, and it came out in in like a Facebook message by like the the commander here. And it was like, oh, here's the change, and we're doing this, and you know, we appreciate everything you guys are doing, and keep up the good work, and all this stuff. Well, in in the military, like if it's not printed in black and white, it's not real yet. Um, so I came to work on on Monday, and I was like, where's the policy letter? So I went and talked to some people in my leadership, and I said, is the policy letter out yet? And they said, no. And I'm like, then what? Like, what's going on? Why are we being told? you know, by unofficial means that there's been official changes. And, and then I got to thinking about it. I was like, you know, local news, even they're just not like giving updates to the, you know, the, the change in the, the stay at home orders and and stuff like that. So one of the things I noticed was I was driving to work the other day or I was driving home from work and there was uh, a restaurant and they had uh, like tents out and people in like in a bar like right next door and they had like circus tents out there and people were out there you know having drinks and being waited on and and eating out in public technically but because it's outdoors it's fine well my original understanding of the stay-at-home order that would have been a big no-no but apparently something changed to allow those business owners you know the freedom to operate like that so i think it is kind of strange how um how things are changing, but that information is not being disseminated out to the general public to keep us all in the know as to where we stand on it in the current present. So it's just, I, I just think that's been absolutely blown my mind. It's like, shouldn't everybody know what the rules are? So, yeah, there's, there's been no unity. There's been no clarity. And it's not just like the rules about what that is. Like, you know, because it's different in like every place. I mean, that's once again, like I feel like there should have been some sense. I keep like talking about this, but there should have been some unity about this because so many, there's so many, so many different places that have different news and all the news comes out, you know, and you see news from everywhere, you know, about Tuscaloosa, Alabama or Sacramento, California or upstate New York or, you know, Mich- you know, Lansing, Michigan or whatever, Wherever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, which which one am I supposed to do? I mean, just now, like, we had 
we had planned on like just like taking a drive. We kind of just like do this drive out to like Malibu. It's just a nice little drive we do out to Malibu, and we just come home. It's just a I don't know, yeah. just get away, see the sights, and, get you know, some fresh the, air. The road is lined with people in their cars or like with their back hatches open or whatever, like sitting there, like hey, they're not on the beach, but you know they're up on the road. And I'm like, well, I didn't know we could do. Can we do that? Like, are right. we allowed to? Like, the beaches are closed. I mean, I guess this is just technically the side of the road. Like, so right. what's the problem? Um, but, you know, that's kind of weird. Like, um, a buddy of mine owns a gym. He just opened. He's in Alabama. You know, oh, so like, he opened so people, like, he has patrons and stuff? Yeah. Like, wherever really? he's in Gulf Shores or something. And, yeah, they're they're open, I guess. So... And he texted me the other day said, I can open on, maybe he can open Friday or something. Maybe that's what it was. Or maybe he opened last Friday. I can't remember. It was, he texted me over the weekend. I was busy, but. So I don't, you know, I don't know what, I don't really know what, what, what does the stay at home through July mean? Like, and right. why aren't we, why aren't we getting, you're right. Why aren't we getting any information? Like everything's. Everything. Well, so I want to talk about, you know, the big headlines that are going on right now. Uh, in a minute, but I, I do want to kind of close, close the loop on this. Like, yeah, it's, it's just can, it's super confusing and unclear and, you know, we're all kind of left to guess and assume. And, um, you know, you, you gotta, it's almost like you gotta go out and, and figure it out on your own as opposed to there being, you know, it's, it's just such a juxtaposition from Mike Pence with that damn thing glued to his hand, you know, reminding people and reiterating, Right. the the conditions of this and then now here we are and it's like what, are we are we still in lockdown like what's the what's the whole thing here i don't i don't know so um and and, and i think that really does become for us it, it becomes that moment of your personal decision like at this point i don't need somebody to tell me to stay home i'm choosing to stay home and minimize my contact just because I don't have anybody saying all clear, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it as I think it is, and I'm, I'm interpreting it for my own my own well being. So, well, I can uh, tell you that like we were just out on the interstate at 5:40, and like traffic going south on the 101 was pretty thick. Really. You know? um, however, the bus station next to our apartment complex, where like everybody you know from Santa Clarita and wherever like coming and park is still pretty empty. There's been a few more cars in there because, I mean, at the beginning, man, it was a ghost town. Like, buses were running and I don't know who was on them, you know. Um, But, you know, now I've seen, like, a few more cars. Like, are people just doing whatever? Uh, We talked to a friend of ours today who was like, oh, yeah, I've been at work for, like, two weeks. Like, well, she works in a restaurant and they're doing, like, takeout. So, like, I get it. But, like, a lot of people aren't going to work because they're getting unemployment and that's more than what they're making. So this restaurant that she works for is like paying her like a premium rate to go there and she's a bartender. I mean, she's not serving anybody, but she's like, I don't even know what she's doing there. But there, when she told us how much she was getting paid an hour to work at this restaurant, I was like, God damn, you got any more spots open? Like, are you serious? Like, good <laughs> grief. Like, lucrative industry. Shit. I mean, honestly, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I would, I mean, you could clean house. Like, just because other people like don't want to work. Yeah, I don't know. This is a real, you're either cleaning up or you're real scared, it seems like. So check this out. Do you, do you know who Simon Sinek is? No, I mean, it, no, I don't think so. He's uh, should I? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I if you don't know, I mean, you're not like 
you're not like missing the boat, but um, I would say he's worth checking out if you don't know anything about him. He, Simon Sinek? Sinek. Um, S-I-N-E-C-K, I believe. Um, he wrote a bunch of books and stuff like that about discovering your why. Um, he, he's kind of like a like a Tony Robbins a little bit, kind of like a motivational speaker, but more than anything, okay. he's like an inspirational speaker, if that's if there's a difference there between motivational and inspirational. Okay. And um, he really challenges people to discover their why. Like, why do you do things? You know, what is your motivation in life? Um, you know, channel that and follow your passions. Well, he's also just like wickedly smart, you know? He's just got a really great in, uh, insight on things and, he, I saw on, it was on YouTube yesterday, he was doing an interview and he did a, a thing about how the world is not going to be any different. And the companies that are going to thrive are going to thrive because they're willing to adapt. The people that are sitting around waiting for life to go back to normal are always going to be hurting and they're always going to be behind the power curve. But yep. those that are willing to get on board with the fact that life is different are in a position to excel. So you take your friend, the bartender who cannot tend the bar, who is willing to backfill the person that refuses to come in right now. Mm -hmm. And now uh, he or she has made themselves more valuable because they are accommodating the new need of that employer. Um, so and it was it was just a really he he always has a really good eloquent way to to convey that if anybody wants to check it out it came out on like you know May twelfth just like a Simon Sinek's channel and it's like a three or, it's like a three or four minute long video it's really really good and um but I think it's it's super smart because like for example you know in, like in the military the, the show must go on we have to get back to work but we have to do it in an innovative way and we have to find a new way ahead. Otherwise we're going to find ourselves, you know, missing priorities and miss, you know, mismanaging assets. And that's just not acceptable. So we found new ways of doing business, whether it be to, you know, for my office, for example, like to limit the foot traffic. And then if people do have to come in, um, you know, we put up like plexiglass shields and we have signs up that say, if you're coming in here, you have to put on a mask. So, you know, I'm back to work, but I'm not increasing, necessarily increasing the threat in my life. Um, if anything, it's like we kind of expanded our uh, social distancing and like isolation family to be bigger. You know, so when we first did it, it went from, you know, being with everybody and interacting like normal uh, to hurry up and go home and self-isolate and stay with your core unit, your family. Right. Well, now my work family, you know, which is made up of, you know, 13, 14 people that I share an office with, um, you know, they go to work, they come home and, uh, I'm doing the exact same. And then we have the same control measures in our work center. So essentially it's like, we just, we're doing the same thing, but we, we've let people into our club, so to speak. Right. And then yeah. if, if, if outsiders come in, you know, we're, we kind of deal with them. Like we treat them like they're infected. Right. Um, whereas we're all being honest with each other. We know where everybody's going, what they're getting involved with. And, you know, we're doing buddy checks, so to speak, like, Hey, you know, everybody's still feeling good. Cool. If you get even a little sniffle, let us know. We don't want you coming in and we'll, right. we'll restart like a more restrictive quarantine. So I think you talk about, you know, seeing that 
you know, the one ones packed and people are getting back to work and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think that's inevitable. It's going to happen. Um, but I think that people are starting to think kind of along the lines of like Simon Sinek, like we have to get back to work. You know, that's very, that's, that's the reality of it, but how can we do it safely and effectively? I mean, that's, that's really the bottom line. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like resigned to the fact of, of that. Just like, okay, like I, you know, the, the show must go on. Like people are going to be requiring service and what, you know, it's just, it just, you just have to do it. Like, and just, but you have to be cautious. You have to take your precautions and like, that's, that's all you can do. Um, and you know, you can also take some, I don't know, like this, there's a lot of people out there who are sick and have this, and there's obviously a lot of like death and you know that, but like chant, you know, like I said, like it just seems like as long as you're smart and the people that are in your immediate group or whatever, like aren't, you know, are all following the same thing, like you're probably going to be fine, you know? Right. I mean, the chances are you will likely be okay. Like it's just, it's, there's just such a high chance that even if you did get sick, you're going to be okay. You know, like, I don't know, right. like, yes, it's fearful. And yes, it can affect a certain you know number of people a certain way. And some of them horribly, but on the other hand, Hey man, like it, that, so does anything else. Like, and I'm not saying like we should like recklessly open. I'm just saying like, we just got to be careful because there's nothing we can do. Like you would, but life does have to go on. If we, right. if we find a medical treatment, that'd be great. But you know, something about llamas. I saw something about that the other day, but <laughs> well, that let's see. I think that's the most exciting thing since this all started. I remember, you know, we've talked about it like, man, I'd love to be the guy that like thinks up, you know, the smart way to do something or, you know, not, I don't want to rip people off and, and be like a, like a war profiteer, so to speak, but I'd love to think up something that helps me, you know, put money in my, my bank because I thought of something to help. And I, yeah, I still haven't thought of that, but, uh, (laughs) I'm still way behind the power curve on that. I'm still, but it's good, but I like, I'm in, I'm inspired by seeing the, the innovative ways that people are, are finding ways to go back to their normal lives. You know, some of it I think is people getting a little bit more laxed, in, in certain things. I, I know for me personally, um, you know, like when I go to the grocery store, I'm not like putting on rubber gloves anymore. I will wear I'm still a mask. doing that. I'm still yeah. doing that and that in a mask. Yeah. Just, well, I don't know hey, why man. it just seems like it. more power to you. I'm not, I'm not criticizing by any means. Like I'm just right. It, my bottom line slipped a little, I guess, you know, like maybe sure. I started thinking, Oh, well the chances of me getting it are, are slipping, um, or, or they're going down. So, you know, but I'm still cautious. So like I'll, I'll clean off the cart whenever I get to it. Or, um, you know, like I know like if you go to Sam's club, like they have like people dedicated, that is their job all day, every day. And they're sitting out there spraying everything down with bleach and you're getting a cleaned off cart every time. Right. So you see that they're taking those measures and that gives me the confidence to say, okay, well, I know that that piece of contact has been addressed. So now I just need to worry about everything I touch in the store. And if I'm careful, I don't have to touch anything other than the things I'm going to buy. And then I'm going to check out. I'm going to be the only one to touch my stuff. And as soon as I'm walking out of the store, I'm going to be cleaning my hands and I'm going to go home and we have like a folding table in our garage that we, that we lay everything out on. That's the not dirty like table. It. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's something that can go in the fridge or the freezer, we'll get it in there as quick as we can. 
because we can't have that sitting out in the garage. But you know, we'll have that, and then Lacey goes out and she'll spray everything down with Lysol, or we take off the exterior package if we can. You know, like we're cautious and we're we're careful, but we're not letting it, you know, completely stop us. Um, and I, I personally, like I've said it before, like I, I kind of like life, life like this, you know, I'm, I'm already an introvert, so it, I'm not really, I'm not hurting. I'm not like missing out on, you know, bars and restaurants and things like that. I just don't, I don't really partake in them anyway. So to me, it's like, whoop de doo Yeah, this, honestly, this has had a very, like a positive effect on my life, like in totality so far, which is really weird to say. And like, it makes me kind of feel guilty, but like, you know, that first month I kind of didn't know what to do with myself and was just doing whatever. There was a wee bit of the consumption involved in there too. And, um, (laughs) just, yeah, well, you know, just at some point I just got so bored and like, I was like, God, I just got it. And like, you know, I'm, I, I did there, you know, there's been a couple times I'm like, God, I'd love to go up and, you know, sit up there and have a margarita and like drink some, or drink, eat some chips and salsa. But like, I haven't been missing like doing that. So like, I don't know, like I haven't been like, we've been eating really well. Sarah's a wonderful cook. Yeah. Like, um, I've been taking really good care of myself. Like, um, I haven't been like drinking. Like, I don't know, like just find other things to do with my time. Um, I like, I don't know, like just not having like all those other distractions, like just going out to eat or, you know, going to the bar or I I don't even know, even like, it's not like we go to the movies all the time, but like, it's just like, you know what, let's just find something else or let's just enjoy ourselves at home. Like we pay enough for cable and, or for, you know, internet and Hulu and all the other crap that we have on that. Right. Let's just, you know, we need to hang out here anyway. Let's just enjoy it. Like, I don't know. It's, it's been great for me in a, in a weird way. You know, I, I know there's a lot of people struggling, like. I can't imagine living alone or living with somebody that you do not get along with. Um, no, that like, would be a, that would be brutal. But, um, yeah, we, I think I, the, the divorce rate is going to hit like an all time high. This holy year. shit, man. It's going to go crazy. Like, Some people just don't get along very well, you know? And this has been, I, I mean, a, honestly, been a big eye opener for them. Yeah. I mean, seriously, uh, I, I can't even imagine like suddenly being like, Oh shit. Like this, this is so bad. You know, like, I'm, you know, every couple has their, has their shit, but like, I consider myself to be like pretty lucky. Like, you know, yeah, we'll have like an argument, but my God, it's solved. And you know what, you know, we, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like we, yeah. we are a strong, we're strong at being able to do what we do. I can't imagine like not being able to get along with the person you live with or your partner. Like what a night and you can't go back to work. What a nightmare, man. Holy God. Yeah. I think it just palpitated a little bit thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. Good Lord. Yeah, man, it I feel bad for those people, you know, for sure that you know, they don't feel like they have an escape or a way out and um yeah, I, I, I can't imagine being in that either. So if anybody's listening and you're going through that, we're we're real sorry. We don't know how to help you, but we are real sorry. Yeah, we're um, sorry. I, I think my only my only complaint with this whole thing right now is I wanna go somewhere. I'm getting a little like yep. I'm okay being at home, you know, and yep. I'm okay. Like, I just feel like I need to stretch my legs a little bit. And even if it's like, like Lacey keeps talking about this place in, in Oklahoma called broken bow. I've never heard of it, but it's like, like a table rock lake kind of thing. It looks really pretty. And she's like, I would die to just be able to go out there and go camping for two days. Um, most people, well, you might can, be able but, to in Oklahoma. 
Well, no, right now, um, you know, for military, I'm not allowed to leave a one hour radius uh, of the base. Right, 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 right. So waiting for that to happen. And when that happens, uh, definitely going to go stretch my legs. And then even then I'm probably going to be like, this is perfect, man. Like I can go out and enjoy nature and I can go back home and I can isolate and be how I want to be, you know, like no complaints. So, uh, I'm not hurrying yeah. to get on an airplane and it's all good. You I don't know. want anybody else to get sick, but I don't, you know, if nobody, right. if I knew nobody else was going to get sick, I'd be like, okay, I don't care about a vaccine. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I knew it wasn't hurting anybody, yeah, this would be fine. But I think it is the potential for the numbers to keep going. So segueing into some of the more recent headlines. Uh, so have you heard some of the, did you see any of the stuff with the, the Senate hearing the other day with um, the task force getting questioned by all of Senate? I re- I really did not. I, I wish I would have gone and seen some of it, but I I just didn't. So so well, I'll kind of give you a little filling or my my vision of what I saw. It was a a shit show. Ah. <laughs> like it it was pretty bad in my opinion. color me surprised. So I think uh, it it almost seemed like watching the liberal media grilling uh trump with like the baited questions kind of thing Mm -hmm. right like they they all like all the senators pretty much were trying to like get um like the director of the cdc and and fauci and all them like trying to get them to say that trump is a tyrannical leader in the boardroom while we're trying to sort this out Hmm. and every Mm -hmm. one of them's just like i don't know what you want me to say but the man asks questions he recognizes the fact that we are we're experts in our respective fields he takes those that information and he moves on to the next question right like do you want me to lie to you and tell you that he he's doing you know he's cussing me out and and stuff i can't you know because that's not what's happening right and they just and then like a lot of the, the the questions would come back it's like and so he hasn't you know raised his voice at you or he hasn't mentioned anything about terminating your employment and they're like no like, I go do research, I give him information. He says, thank you, and he, we move on. Um, so I, I think that side of things was was kind of interesting. And then some of the things that are coming to light now is, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci had said that uh, he doesn't think, he was kind of giving some more candid advice without it coming out of uh, President Trump's mouth, was that he doesn't necessarily think that children returning to school in the fall is a great idea mm-hmm. and i'll tell you what man i would i i think because of that little statement i think fauci's days are numbered in his position um because he said he didn't think it would be a good idea for kids to go back to school. yeah because i think it's just gonna personally my opinion is that it's not gonna align with the the narrative that the the trump campaign not even the trump administration but the Trump campaign is going to get behind. Right. Because it's, dude, it's an election year. So, um, you know, they are, they're definitely queuing up. They def, if you, I mean, my personal optic on it has been that they have moved away from let's talk about coronavirus to let's change our posture on this entire thing and the way that we're going to address everything. And let's start talking about the future as opposed to talking about damage control today. So very little, like I have a a TV in my office and I, I had, uh, I had Fox news on for like 
the first half of the day and then I had CNN on for the second half of the day. Try to get try to get both sides, see who's crazy and who's not. And um coronavirus probably consumed 5% of their of of both sides. Like 5% of their of their coverage today. Mhm. Because they're super hung up on dun 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 Obamagate, which Ooh, yeah, what's going whoa. on with this? What is so, happening? Wow, you have you not paid attention to Obamagate? I, all, look, all I've like the last basically since Friday, I have been completely out of the loop. I've been like working nonstop since like Friday morning until about today at two o'clock. Okay, so um, so yeah, Obamagate, man. Oh my God! Tell me so, about it. Here is a. Here's kind of like a, a snapshot of what it is. It goes so deep and it gets super convoluted, but it is the unproven narrative that holds okay. that holds that Obama, along with his then Vice President Joe Biden, former FBI Director James Comey, mm-hmm. multiple intelligence agencies in both the U.S. and abroad, the former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, and a handful of Ukrainian oligarchs oligarchs yes can't say that what the fuck is an oligarch Uh, an oligarchy is um isn't that when just like the rich people i don't know ukrainian people uh that they planted a phony theory that trump was colluding with russia in order to win the 2016 election it's a small group of people having control of a country organization or institution so i would assume okay. rich people. that's why i assumed it with them so anyway what was so the thing all of those individuals that i just named right obama uh biden fbi director cia director like all these people that they were involved in planting a phony theory that trump was colluding with russia so all the stuff about russian collusion that we were led to believe it is coming out that it was planted by Obama's administration. Okay. Every bit of it was fake. To make matters even worse, uh, it was all funded by dun, 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 Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. When you think about that, man, like how corrupt those levels are, like they're talking that Obama, if this were to happen, Obama could be the first president to be impeached while not in office. So they're saying they have they have proof of this. Yeah. Do they? It, every day is getting more and more interesting, man. Like it's it, I'm not like super savvy on the whole thing, but it's uh it ain't looking good, you know. Um it, yeah, dude, it's just getting it's getting insane. Um among those framed, according to the narrative, uh, former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, who in December pled guilty uh, to lying to the FBI investigators. So, I mean, it, it's it's all this, like, deep state stuff, that super secret stuff. There's all these transcripts of people talking and, you know, the the conversations of what was, what was said. I, it's not looking good for the Democrats, I'll tell you that much. I think they, they are, they're caught dead to rights. Um, but again, it's kind of funny. Like one of the things I saw today was the, the communications director for the Democratic national democratic national convention. She was on Fox news and the interviewer on Fox news is like, 
Um, so we're here to talk about these allegations. And she goes, well, I have other allegations for Trump and, and the crimes he's committed. And, and the, the interviewer from Fox News is like, and what crimes were those? She goes, well, all you have to do is look. You'll find them. And he goes, but no, you're on the show to tell us about them. So what are they? And she goes, all you have to, and then she got, would go on her rant for a couple minutes. And he goes, okay, I've asked you twice now and you still have not told me. And I'm like, oh, damn, this is totally like, this is getting confrontational. And then uh, he gave her another chance to say it. And she still couldn't, you know, give him any facts that, that she was, she was just pretty much just going off hearsay in her opinion. So um, the tensions are sky high, but the best, the best thing to, to note of all this is that nothing is being none of these have anything to do with coronavirus so now you're just getting into um the the political rhetoric of them going back and forth saying he's an asshole no he's an asshole no he's an asshole and it's just going to go on and on and nobody's talking about coronavirus so it's a mess man it is a super super mess uh, I, I can't recommend enough just trying to get a little bit smart on it because once you start realizing how much energy and bandwidth it's taking um you're going to be like, uh, what about that, that pandemic that's happening that nobody so cares it, yeah, about So it's anymore. just a change of narrative. I mean, so basically the way, I mean, the way this is probably being viewed politically is that the coronavirus is a big, you know, democratic ploy to, you know, not let Trump get reelected. And now this is basically his retaliation, you know, of like, oh, well, actually all this happened. I mean, right. Uh, so, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll have to read some more, um, you know, can't exactly read the Washington Post and can't really read the Federalist. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. And really, that's it, it. That I think that is the trickiest thing right now is because we're already we're already in a position where nobody is truly you know fair and balanced or anything like that, despite what Fox News says. Um, but nobody's truly that. So you got to like you got to go read like seven sources and then try to stitch the the story together for what you truly believe and then interpret it for what you think it actually all means. And then somewhere in there, you probably lost the truth. <laughs> I mean, it's so. interesting that this comes, this does come on the tail end of it and uh, it will be interesting to see what happens because uh, this is so close, closely akin to what Calhoun spoke about. Uh, a couple weeks ago here yeah you know how like this would be you know there would be some big event and afterwards there would you know they were gonna perp walk obama and perp walk hillary and you know the whole the whole deal which you know he's been talking about for years now years mm -hmm. and years and years and i mean i i i, I saw obamagate like hashtag obamagate like on reddit or something a couple nights ago but i really have been out of the loop basically the past five days and we know how titanically it can shift in just a couple of days um, oh so no I, absolutely i did not i have not really read up too much about it's, it but i will be it's will be gaining right, momentum so. though so i don't i don't doubt like the problem with some of these types of stories are they're already kind of complicated you know you start like start talking about like international collusion to overthrow an election and you know the ukrainians and and all that kind of stuff and uh it gets kind of confusing but i you know i i'm no i have no shame in admitting that i think that there's what we all watch on tv and then there's what actually happens you uh, know? duh yeah like like for example did you hear the theory on remember uh when when was it this was like december 
January when all this stuff was going on with Iran? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. So Iran shot like 12 missiles at uh, an Iraqi air base that was occupied by U.S. personnel. Right. Yeah. And accidentally, in the moment, accidentally shot, shot down, down a jet. Right. A jet. Right. A commercial airliner. Right. So there's a lot of theories going around oh, that, yeah. like, what? Why was that jet shot Period. down? Was that right. like? It's almost like attacking a military asset, uh, an American military asset, was the distraction for what they were actually doing. Yeah, so it looks who like was a likely story? Right. Like, let's see the manifest of that flight. And, and cause it was something like, I don't know, like 20, like, I think it was like a hundred people on board or 150 people on board or something like that. Most and of them like 20, Canadian. Yeah. A bunch of them Canadian, which, you know, I guess it's, it's fairly well known. I don't, I didn't know this until I had read it somewhere, but a lot of, uh, intelligence officers travel under Canadian passports cause they, they meet the, uh, you know, the the stereotype of, of how they look that they look like a North they're from North America. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, their dialect of their English is it can pass for an Martin Northern. Yeah. Well, it, it can yeah. pass for, you know, it's, it, there's a closer relationship between a Canadian and an American than there is between like, you know, a Portuguese guy and, a right. you know, and an American. So thanks for, there's a lot of up. belief. Out, yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes you know um so there's there's some belief out there that those were assets on there but then then you also hear that there was a large uh population of ukrainian people on there so like does that all tie to everything you know is there some like proxy war that's like hidden behind scenes that we don't understand but we only see like the the final outcomes on on our news and this is what's coming to the surface it's it, it gets really confusing i mean and it you seems can play like conspiracy gate conspiracy theory games like all day long in your in your head but at the end of the day like we're never going to know the the actual truth on it but well think of i mean you're you're in a different position you you get different information than what i would get to some degree but like not really i can't tell you like, the last I have, time i was just I'm not like, i'm not privy i'm not privy right. to anything extra or anything special i use the same news outlets as the rest of the world sure i just pride myself on not digesting one source i just can't tell you the last time i saw a headline about iraq or afghanistan like the war there like what what the hell is going on you know what i mean like we're just hanging out you know what i mean like like there's so many different things happening and everything else is a new distraction of course there could be some proxy war going on like what's everybody doing you know, like, well, Afghanistan for right now, um, as far as what I understand, <laughs> as, like just a couple months ago, there was all this talk about um, the <coughs> the you know Americans coming to an agreement with the Taliban to to scale down, and you know, I was like, wait, we're negotiating with the Taliban now? Like, right. what the hell is going on? You know, maybe we've been doing it for years, and I'm just dumb to it. But you know, I, I thought we didn't we didn't negotiate with terrorists and here we are recognizing the Taliban as an official organization that we are trying to have diplomatic relations with to, to resolve a conflict. So that's interesting, you know, and you know, the drawdown and trying to move troops and stuff like that. So man, it's, uh, if you're not careful, man, you could spend your whole, 
your whole day studying stuff and then still come out with even more questions. Oh and, my God. Of course there usually are more questions because there's right. because well, just like you said about that flight, like, I mean, I'm sure that was connected to something somehow. I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty big coincidence. Um, and oh, yeah. everything's connected. Like everything is connected. I, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about just what they've done over the break. And we might have even touched on this before, but it seems like this thing has really brought out who people are. Like if you are a creative person, like you probably have been a lot more creative. If you are just a bored guy, you know, who has nothing else going on in his life other than, you know, collecting guns and dreaming about cars and women or whatever, you were probably at the state house protesting. Whatever. It's, it's <laughs> really like, it's really made everything more, it, it's just brought out what it is for everybody. Um, do you feel like, do you feel an obligation to fill the hours because you have this, you have the flexibility and the freedom right now? What do I feel the obligation to work? Not to work. Like, so you're a creative, right? So you, you know, you could just go into work and be, you know, a button pushing you know, monkey engineer kind of guy, but you are wired to have a creative side of you. Um, and whether that be to, you know, improve your workflow or write music or whatever. Um, like I, mean, I know yeah, you, I feel, I've, I've worked with you in that capacity. Like, are you, you're obviously taking advantage of it too, but do you feel like an obligation to, to seize the day and, and, and come up with something in this downtime? I mean, don't we all, I mean, wouldn't we all feel an obligation to seize? I mean, I, I'm just of a mindset lately. I'm tired of wasting time, you know? Like, I, yeah. I don't want to have, you know, I want to have downtime. I want to have time that I relax and hang out with, you know, my partner and just, you know, and sometimes I just want to spend my time watching TV or taking a nap because I worked extra hard. But yeah, I feel obligated to do something. I mean, there's only so much time, period, you know, that we right. all get to experience. And I have experienced plenty of wasting it. So... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I nearly perfected it, to be honest. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel I don't feel obligated to anybody but myself. Like, I I want to feel good about... We've talked about this before. I want to feel good about myself at the end of the day. I want to know that I really squeezed all the pulp out of it I could, or I at least made an attempt to. Um, right. Yeah, I... You know, the, just like you said, the those people reason... who are just sitting around waiting to go back to work and for things to go back to normal, I'm just not one of those people. Like, I'm used to adjusting to different shit all the time. So, it doesn't bother... Right. You know, I'm fine with it. I have to the, do it. I thrive on it. Whatever. The reason I ask is uh, because I had, like, you know, I think I was teleworking for about five weeks. And, you know, it afforded me some flexibility in my day and stuff like that. And I'd... At first... Like the old, the old me, man, like me in my twenties would have been like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm writing an entire record. Yeah. And I'm, you know, like I, I back whenever you and I played in a band together, we dreamed of that. We're like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we could go like find like a cabin out in the woods and no shit. just sequester ourselves for a month and write an album. Like I did that once actually. Yeah. Yeah. You, you finally got around to doing it. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess I was kind of afforded that opportunity this time around with, you know, not necessarily like an album, but like something to show for my time. And looking back, I'm like, man, I didn't really do anything. I, I did a handful of podcasts with Adam, but that's not like, that's just me sitting around shooting the breeze with a guy that's drinking 
five or six beers to his head you know <laughs> like <laughs> that did happen a few times i'm not gonna lie right 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 uh you know but it's um at the same time, like, man, I wish I would have, like, I could have thought up, you know, the, the solution for the coronavirus to make money or I don't know. It's, it's we should just, just would have been a little smarter and put a whole bunch of money in the stock market. I mean, it had such an amazing right. month. You know what I mean? Like, my God, you right. could have doubled your dough. Like, God, Triples, I would have just, maybe. You tri- yeah, I mean, I would have just dropped all my dough in there and been like, all right, I'm just going to pull this out. But it was like, such, oh, that that first month, man, was such a time of uncertainty. You know, like, I I remember thinking that, like, on day two or three. Like, I started looking at stocks, and and I, and I talked to my wife. I was like, hey, like, what do you think if, I mean, I'm not going to say we're going to blow the whole wad on everything we've got in savings, but maybe if we took a little chunk, like, maybe 20% of what we've got in there, and we, we threw it around a little bit. Um, and she was just like, ah, we're, we're in a position right now where we're safe and stuff. Like, I don't want to throw it away. What if things don't bounce back? And it was a smart play to not do anything. But at the same time, now you look at it and you're like, man, things are kind of turning around a little bit. And yeah, I mean, that, I wish I would have been definitely boded well, you know, bode well for us. So yeah, I wish I would have been more bold, but, um, I'm also seeing that like, like just like just learning that lesson of like, you know what? Like, I don't need to be like, there's a lot to be scared of in life. This is one of them too. Like the COVID-19, that's something to be, you know, have some fear about, but you know, it's kind of inspired me to maybe be more bold. Just like, you know what? I'm going to try this or I'm going to do that. Like, you know, I'm not going to bet the farm on, you know, horse number five, but you know, who, who cares? Take a little risk. Just see what happens. Like this, who knows what's going to happen? It might, you might flush, you might bust. It doesn't matter. Like I'm kind of just, I don't know. That just goes with wasting time. Just kind of realizing how precious time can be with this whole thing going on and being like, God, I didn't do anything for a month or great. I've done so much this month. You know, that's right. It's so easy to do either. You just have to be motivated to do one or the other. You have to be motivated (laughs) to be lazy. You know what I mean? Like, right. You kind of have to find, you know, hindsight, hindsight's always 2022. So you're able to look back and be like, Oh man, I'd, that one day I, w- I should have done this when in real reality that day you just didn't have the energy to get off the damn couch like uh yeah man monday you're was, like i drank a pot of coffee and all i want to do is go back to bed you monday know? was it that happens. day for me i worked like 72 or 74 hours in five days between like wednesday and sunday night and on monday i had to go back into work again and uh i left about two o'clock and i went home and i crashed i, I had slept seven hours the night before i slept four and a half hours on the couch, woke up for three hours and slept seven hours again that night. Like I could, I could not have done anything else. Like I was toast, man. Um, you know, that wasn't a waste of time. That was, I mean, I wish I didn't have, wouldn't have had to have slept like that, but my God, you got to recharge your battery sometimes, you know, recharging is not wasting time. Your line of work is it's feast or famine for sleep, you know? Yeah. Like you, it's you either like, oh, well, I'm not working for, <laughs> yeah, I'm not working for a little while. I can do anything I want or, well, I guess I'm going to move into work and, you know, I'm like in a constant state of brunch wipes, you what <laughs> constant state of brunch, really, right. there's never really like a, a ton of food. I mean, there's a lot, but you're never empty, but you know, you got to keep going back to the buffet. They're not bringing it to you. Yeah. It's one of those things. So, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what what so what is your guys's projected uh 
open life back up or whatever like date in california right now like what's we don't the we don't have the one there? we don't have one i mean i like that's kind of how we started this off i have no idea like i didn't think i saw i read like two or three days ago that newsom said that they were going to start opening movie theaters in like three weeks and i was like okay great and then i read two days after that that we're on lockdown till J- july oh i just don't know what any of that means i keep going back to the la county.gov slash recovery page to see if there's like any change to like what they're doing and Surprise, surprise, it's still exactly the same. In fact, I'm going to look right now because uh, I would just like to know if there's something that I could be doing. I mean, I guess at this point, I'm just going to try to, like, do whatever I can to just, like, you know, make some money. Uh, You know, I'm still getting the unemployment like everybody else is or whatever, but... um, that's another I, one. I also just got to work, man. I just got to, I got to do something. And so does everybody else. I feel really bad for people who really can't go back to work. Like that's a real bummer, but like people, people have to work. That's what they live. You know, people live, you know, for work. That's what they do. They have to have something to do every day. Right. So that's another big headline right now is, uh, that Nancy Pelosi, God bless her. God bless her soul. She's, uh, she's hurting, man. She's looking old. Yeah. Um, like it's so funny like we're anytime she's on the news like Lacey's like this old bitch needs to go away and i'm thinking this and i'm thinking the same thing but at the same time i try to like be wired a little bit more like my mom and i look at her i'm like oh poor thing she's trying to hold her teeth in and you know (laughs) or make up some mess and look at her she's just you know poor thing she's been to one too many catalina wine mixers (laughs) yeah It's the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, she, dude, she's just a, she's a hot mess right now, but she's pushing for some new $3 trillion stimulus, which is trying to put like $6,000 in the average household, uh, you know, to compensate for, you know, what the coronavirus has done now. And I, and I, again, you know, it's all interconnected. Is she trying to do that so that it looks like, you know, the left has, has done something and she can, you know, Biden can can take some credit for that. I don't know. I don't know. The, the crappy thing is that you have to question the motivation. And I've said it almost every single time we talk of is that the first couple episodes that we did of, of this, like when this all popped off, man, it was such it was like it was almost exciting and refreshing to see everybody from didn't matter what side of the aisle they were on. Everybody was getting along and it only lasted for like two weeks, though. And yeah, now, and yeah, and now the division is just so much thicker. Now it's you didn't handle it right. No, you didn't handle it right. Well, what do you think we did here? And we provided this, but they didn't take it. And it, man, it's just the pissing match is exhausting. Um, I was really exhausting. enjoying. I was really enjoying watching all this stuff and and trying to understand it when it all started. But now, like, there's days I have to take off. Like, I'm just like, there's like now. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to pay any attention for two or three days because it's just people fighting headlines and trying to to make more and more sensational headlines than than their counterparts and yeah it's outrageous ugh. it really is outrageous ugh. and you know what the funny thing is is you wouldn't have to question people's motives if people's if the mo like or you wouldn't have to question if it was political every move a politician makes is political it doesn't matter it's just right, it's just right, going right. to be regardless of their intention but if if we really knew that the intention was to help people and represent the safety of you know a, a commonwealth then we wouldn't have to question it but 
you know, but but you do because it it just it is such a like there is no unity once again like because there's no unity you have to question motivation you have to question what people are what people's true intentions are because it's so murky. Um, oh yeah, you know it's a it's a disaster. I mean, it it really is a disaster. Like the 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 division in the country is is not good. No, no, you know, no division can be, should be allowed. You know what I mean? I mean, not allowed. Obviously people are allowed to have thoughts and opinions, but like division is not good. That's what breaks people up. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it just is like, that's not good. We don't have a message of unity. We don't have, you know, it seems like communities are getting together and deciding things on their own. That's great. But like as a nation, it's not overall. So I don't know. It's definitely a scary time. I don't know. You know, I'm going to do some more research on Obamagate till I, all I've seen so far is just well it, the one thing that cracks it. me up is you look at like Fauci for example you know like he was he was like the answer everybody loved him in the beginning mm-hmm. oh yeah and now and now because just because they don't like you know the flavor of poopy flavored lollipop that he's selling everybody they're like okay that guy's credit his credibility shot uh Senator Rand Paul like pretty much just like raked him over the coals and told him he's like I don't think you're the end all be all. I mean the the end all be all authority on things and uh, I think you need to kind of be put in check as to as to what you're telling people. And Fauci did a great job defending himself. He goes, "You know, I am a scientist, I am a doctor, I'm a public health expert and advisor. I have never claimed to be the end all be all or to be the authority. Like pretty much shot him yeah, down. Well, Rand Paul's the, an ass. I think we've all right, seen yeah. him like, demonstrate that. Right. But the point being is like you're turning a Senate hearing into like like defamation of this guy's character. Yeah, it's just a political show. They want to show off right. for their constituents that they don't. I mean, it, all they're doing is just you know, more firmly planting their, you know, their feet into the narrative of like, we're, we want to reopen, in, you know, states' rights, individual rights, whatever. Like, just, right. you know, whatever, go for it. You, you're not going to listen to this guy anyway, so why grill him? Just, exactly. Just, just do what you're fucking going to do, man. Like, who gives a shit what this guy says? Because you don't. If you don't give a shit what he says, then do whatever the fuck you want. And, well, the worst part is, is there's so many people, you know, that are, they're critics and they're playing Monday morning quarterback yeah. on somebody else's, actions yeah of course like, yo Rand paul you weren't even part of this so who are you to come yeah, in yeah what and are be, you talking about by the way get the hell out of here like right <laughs> where did you come from like i mean yeah but leave us alone like you don't you know whatever i don't know that the whole thing makes me makes me tired all over yep it really does yep 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 yep, yep. i want to eat dinner well, get let's go let's do it yeah i'm hungry man aren't well, you hungry did you eat dinner we already? did it yeah, I ate dinner. It's ten thirty here. It's oh, almost yeah. eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> but we can get off here, so you can go eat dinner. And uh, yeah, at least I'm not baking up... banana bread. So. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> My God, thank God you're not cooking. Because when you're cooking, you have to pause like every thirteen seconds. Yeah, I mean, thank God I'm not cooking yeah. anyway. That nobody wants that. Right. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll touch base in, in you know a few more days or a week or two or shit i don't know a month whatever um and see where things are at because i think i really do think that the next couple weeks are going to be pretty eye-opening as to you know where what people are accepting to be normal because you know everybody's itching to get back to normal but like i talked about with the whole simon cynic thing is like we're going to go back to 
normal like we've never seen it's not it's not going to be the normal we know it's a new normal it's a new normal and um or new abnormal is what i've heard and um i'll be interested to see what what you're seeing out there um so we'll we'll definitely have to do this again oh yeah that time oh yeah without question well what's for dinner um with some thai food got some thai food like you got Thai food or yeah. you're making Thai food? No, we we got Thai food tonight. She didn't want to cook tonight. Oh. Well, me love you long time. You know, I think that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit racist, but okay. Let's, let's, no, it's not. Let's just move on forward past that. I will love you for a very long time, okay. Adam. Well. <laughs> and it's not racist. I've been to Thailand. Okay? Oh, because you've <laughs> been there. Yeah, I'm allowed to say it. Wow. I got man. street cred. Uh, I'm, like a, I'm like a Thai brother. <laughs> i really hope you're editing the end of this off i don't think no no i think i'm just gonna leave it all right sir <laughs> uh and as for the listeners uh we love you long time yes uh we will ttyl yeah, yeah.